5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Okay, so this episode 13. Yay! It's Sunday the 17th of March. So on schedule this week, so that's a good one. Um, now this week, a uh, quite a few lessons actually, um, but I think three main ones. Firstly, um, an interesting article I read on LinkedIn by Tom Bilyeu. Um, I think I mentioned it before, he has his own YouTube channel, um, he's, he's prolific, he, he impact growth, uh, etc. on YouTube, uh, sort of impact theory on YouTube and on LinkedIn, and he's got great social media following, and he's interviewed the best of the best, him and his wife are doing amazing, amazing things. So, um, I've got a, an article, or well, kind of a post from him on LinkedIn, which uh, I found quite useful. Secondly, I also was um, listening to Pat Divilly, the, the Irish kind of sports for mental health coach, um, and I quite like some of the affirmation incantations that he's using. So I'm going to share them with you as well. And lastly, I'm going to finish off with the disc personality test. Um, you're probably wondering what that is. Well, I didn't know um, until last week either. So. Let's get straight into it. So firstly, Tom Bilyeu's post, um, and uh, it was this week he put up a wee post about saying the six best decisions you can make in your 20s. So I'd really read it, read it this. In all fairness, I think these are the best decisions you can make in your 30s and 40s and even your 50s. You know, they're, they're pretty universal. Firstly, apprentice. So, so I'm just going to read out what, he, what he's got here. So don't try to maximise your dollar, try to maximise your knowledge. Money only spends once. Knowledge can be monetized forever. And I think in this day and age, with technology and with internet, I think everybody will agree that you can absolutely maximize your knowledge to maximize your dollar at any stage of your life. So that was it. That was great. So, so number one is apprentice. Secondly, read every single day. Thirdly, explore as many areas of interest as possible. Don't prematurely optimize. So that's good as well. Um, and fourthly, don't drink or do drugs until at least 25, maybe never, but uh, because your brain is still developing until you're 25. Fifth, get sleep. Oh, I definitely agree with that. Sixth, get your diet right. And absolutely, definitely agree with that. Work out if you can, but prioritise healthy eating. So that's the kind of six best decisions. Be apprentice, read every single day, explore as many areas as possible of interest, don't do drugs. Don't do drinks. Uh, don't do drink. And fifth, get sleep. And lastly, sixthly, get your diet right. So I'm absolutely on board with that. And I think it's like I said, relevant in your thirties and forties, um, and and fifties, sixties. It doesn't think it just goes on and on. Um, so definitely, you know, having a, that kind of growth mindset, along with you know reading every day and exploring everything. Um, and that's the first three things are about all about that kind of mindset. The last four, last three, is all about your physical um, well-being, um, <clears throat> about getting sleep, making sure your diet's right. Um, so yeah, so that's good. I, I like that. That was uh, quite a kind of a short, snappy way of kind of making sure uh, your focus is in the right place. Um, with that in mind, this is my well, that's me done two weeks of my new fitness workout which I'm doing with a sort of a personal trainer group thing, it's a group thing, um, Mondays, Wednesdays, Fridays, so feeling quite chuffed about that. Um, so I guess I just need to start working on my diet slightly, 
in regards to my diet I'm, I'm still you know doing a soft touch so a soft intermittent fasting which is stopping eating about eight or nine o'clock at night and then eating again the next day at about 12 or 1 I do have a coffee or a tea or drink or water etc in between that time but yeah that's that's been good for me as well um, and that, so those two things I've been doing in parallel so it was interesting when I read this article where it's well it was post rather it mirrored what I was thinking here um next the the kind of these kind of incantations I guess you could call it that I read um well that I heard Pat Dibley say in one of his YouTube videos I think it was and I quickly just noted you noted down what he was saying and um, just because I, I thought it was quite quite powerful. So this is um his words in which I think he, he has written up on a wall and he says them on a daily basis and it's from a few years back. I'm sure he still does it. So it's um I am a confident, inspiring and playful thought leader who takes a bold action and encourages others to live authentically and full out. I am a man who has incredible interactions with those I meet and I am a passionate entrepreneur who runs purpose-driven businesses that are changing the world. And yeah, it was quite powerful actually, you know, reading, re, you know, I don't know how many of us uh, will rate ourselves or will commend ourselves in those words in that manner, how many will, will be able to sell ourselves to, to ourselves with such clear um, integrity and characteristics. So, so I, I, which is why when I heard those words and, and how he, he used them to build him, to build himself and to build, build his inner uh, being, I was like, yep, I need to kind of remind myself that, that this is a state of mind as well. And like this, it's kind of a few words, you know, the first part of the confident, inspiring, playful thought, thought leader who takes bold action, etc., to live authentically and full out. Um, because that's something you know, I think um, I definitely you know, well, I think we should all be thinking about as a manager, as a people manager. I'm I'm definitely conscious of of as well. Okay, so that was the, the second point. Thirdly, disc personalities. Now I'm going to have to just kind of give a bit of a um, sort of Google and um, sort of uh, interpretation of what disc personality. So I was sent out by email by the some you know the like L and D department um a bit of a sort of personality test to fill out. So I've done quite a few personality tests already. You know there's the uh, um Myers Briggs and and then there's the um, Insights as well. Um and this is just kind of the third one I've done called Disc and then the it's, it's D is dominance, I is influence, S is steadiness and C is conscious consciousness. Conscient consciousness consciousness <laughs> um so um i'm kind of a bit um now when i first started doing personality tests i'll be honest i was i was very on board with them i was like absolutely really excited to see what what i would have figured out where i landed on you know the the the, the matrix and on the where i was and what, you know in the groups and, and how i was how i was um rated or ranked or whatever you want to call it However, after all these years, I'll be honest, I'm a bit kind of starting to get a bit um, uh, just a bit dubious and just about about the purpose and about their value. I'm, I, I don't negate them completely, not at all. I think they're definitely value. I just think they need to be taken with a bit of pinch of salt. Um, for example, I worked for um, uh, Dell many, many, many years ago, and uh, or just another corporate company, and I, and I saw that or. Was observation that 
most of the, the exec team, the high, the senior leadership team, matched the certain person, a certain personality. It was maybe ENTJ or something, and it was very much like a badge of honour. And it was very much all oh, these driven people. They are extroverts, and they make you know they make quick decisions. And it kind of felt like, well, if you didn't fit that parameter, you weren't worthy of being an exec team, and it kind of you didn't want to kind of come out with, in, in that banding. Which I thought was counterproductive, and it felt as if you were trying to achieve a certain, um, a certain kind of level, um, and sort of see, so this is kind of same with this one as well, this with disc as well. So with regards to disc, um, what happened was that what you get here is you get told the level of whether you're a decisive, high D or a low D, so it goes from demanding to unobtrusive. With interactive, you get between a high I which is called gregarious or a low eye, which is aloof. The stabilizing high five is patient and low, sorry, stabilizing it, high S is patient, low S is impetuous. With cautious, high C is cautious and low C is defiant. And then you, you kind of find yourself ranked in between the D, you know, the, the, the decisive, interactive, stabilizing and cautious. And on the back of that, it's recommended what kind of jobs you should do. So, uh, you know, coincidentally, you know, the ones I, my, the job that I have at the moment, which is very much about people and procedures, you know, I came up with a, as a high I, high I and a high C. Um, but I was quite, quite kind of disappointed because, it, because, in a way, because I wouldn't mind going, you know, being considered high exec or, or senior leader or something that's quite demanding and driving, except for the, for the, for the, for the decisive element, I came down as low D. Now and I, and I was told that's absolutely fine because it just means you're you're mild and you're conservative and and, and responsible uh, rather than being you know demanding and driving. But then it's still a low D. It's low. It's not high. It's you know it's, it does have the words have connotations. The words have an effect. And people you know you're so if you for example see you're a people manager and you you obviously you know you come out as um, high I. Gregarious, that's quite obviously a bit maybe too high. But if you're aloof and withdrawn at low eye at the bottom, then you probably wouldn't be considered as a people manager. However, my question would be is why are you already in a people manager position? You've obviously shown and displayed certain characteristics, certain experience, certain competencies for you to be there. So maybe you're working on it, maybe you want to, maybe you're not a good people manager now, but that's something you're working on. And by in the role that you're doing, you'll move yourself up into being a more people orientated and that's your development plan and so on and so on so it's a bit i don't know it was it's just i just think with a growth mindset um and you know like i spoke about earlier putting yourself into these out uh, not you know these, these kind of boxes and these um brackets and into these kind of um letters i don't know how productive it is i don't know how motivating motivating it is to, you know, especially when this content is then shared with management, shared with the rest of the department, and their development plans are built around it. Like it's, I don't know. Um, it was a bit. It was kind of. I mean, it was fine for me, but I just felt that there could be misinterpretation and, and what have you. Anyway, so it was still interesting. I've got follow-up session happening soon, which I'm looking forward to. Um, definitely still useful, but I just don't. I'm just. I'll be. I'll be interested to see how. How much of this is how much of this is um, taken seriously, I guess, or how much of it is, is followed up on, and then that's where the real value will, will, will come in. Anyway, so that's that was um, episode thirteen. Um, 
on the note, Oprah call me, and um, and I'll speak, and I'll talk again next week. Cheerio, bye bye. Thank you.